0: Back to Hermit Radio. I'm your host, Cameron. So, this week I've had jury duty all week. I'm not allowed to talk about it as far as like what the case is and what's going on with it. I probably will when it's done, but for now, um, that's what I'm doing this week. That's why I haven't had any uh, more content posted. But I thought today that I'd go ahead and get another little segment out there. And today's segment is on anger and sadness, what they are and how you can deal with them. I'm going to say right off the bat that I am not perfect by any means. I've just developed different ways of going about thinking about it and handling it for myself and it helps me. So keep that in mind when you're listening and if, you, if it doesn't resonate with you, then don't do it. Just listen to it. If it does, if it makes sense to you and you get something out of it, then use it. And I'm going to say this at the end of the segment, but I'm going to say it at the beginning as well because it's important. All of these things that I say and that I'm talking about are only relevant and they only matter and they only work if you actually use them and you apply them to everyday life. If it doesn't sit with you, then you don't need it. And if you're happy all the time and you never have problems or if you're never angry, then you don't need it. But at least for myself, I know that I am not any of those things. So this is something that I use on a daily basis to try and keep myself in check. And I talk about anger from my own perspective because up until months ago, I was dealing with my own anger problems all the time on a daily basis and as I talked about before it was of my own doing anytime that I was angry about something it was really about me it was really about something internally that was going on and I just learned ways to cope with it to not let it get in the way of everyday life you're never gonna go a, with, without a day where you're either sad or angry, right? We have long stents where maybe we're happy for, you know, a couple months and then something happens, dr- could be small, could be dramatic, and then it impacts us and we dwell on it. I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that. What I am saying is that at some point, it's okay if you want to let it go, to move on. And some of the things I'm going to talk about might help you do that. The first thing I wanted to bring up was Twitter. I am, I've am i never really used Twitter. I just made a Twitter account for for the podcast so that other people could go get updates for it. But there are some angry people on Twitter. I think everybody listening to this, knows what I'm talking about. You can't even open Twitter without seeing a couple things that already trigger you right off the bat. And it's funny that I say this because the other night, my wife and I went to see Adam Conover from the Netflix special, Adam ruins everything, do stand-up comedy. And he talked about Twitter and he talked about how social media manipulates our thoughts and our attitudes and it's true tell me if i'm wrong but if you get on twitter or any social media there's probably going to be something in there that sets you off right from the get-go you're already mad and what i think about when i see that or when i read comments or read those type of things that are just really negative in general it's usually people talking about somebody else or another organization what have you the next thing I want to talk about is letting it go. And I want to use a story here really quick. Somebody that I know, I'm going to leave names out. they We've had a discussion about the same type of topic, being angry. And this person, I worked together and we had a discussion. And during the discussion, this person said that, we were talking about people getting in trouble at my work, people that come into my work and do things that disrespect the work or disrespect the staff. And this person said that they enjoy seeing people like that get what they deserve or get in trouble. Right. And this confused me. So I asked for clarification and this person said that it was because these people come in and they do such and such to our organization and it frustrates me well why does it frustrate you does it frust like what about the situation is frustrating you does it personally impact you is it taking money out of your wallet is anybody physically hurting you usually that's not the case it's our own personal ego that's getting in the way because when inevitably when I die when we all die you can't take your work with you you can't take your car with you you can't take your laptop with you you can't take your phone with you all of those things no longer matter but we spend a lot of time worrying about it and letting it get in the way of our normal everyday lives So when you feel that way, this is the anger aspect of it. When you feel the anger coming and you recognize it, that's the first part is recognizing that you're angry. Just ask yourself, why are you angry? Why is this pissing me off? Why is this making me mad? The example I love to use all the time is traffic. Traffic is my kryptonite. I don't enjoy the craziness of it. I was thinking this morning, it's kind of like being in a zoo and all of the glass containers are on wheels and we're all just driving around in them. It's much like social media. People do things in their car because you're not face-to-face with somebody, you're not next to somebody, nobody can really talk to you. More than likely, nobody's going to chase you down. On social media, you can talk crap about anybody and there might not really be any consequences. Definitely, you're not going to physically fight about it unless it gets that out of hand, which usually I assume it doesn't. My point is, everything that happens when I'm in my car during traffic is out of my hands. If somebody cuts me off, I can't, I can't control that. I can't change it. If I'm sitting in traffic for an hour... I can't change that. If so, if somebody hits me in traffic, I definitely can't change that. You can take precautions and you can make plans to not be stuck in traffic, right? You can change the time that you're going to go to wherever it is you're going. Plan to not go when there's traffic. You can get up earlier. Like if you're going to work and you're trying to not be late because of traffic, get up earlier, leave earlier. These are simple concepts. But it's hard, it's hard to remember that all the time when we're frustrated. When we get frustrated, we get that little jolt of electricity in our heart, and then our heart starts pumping, and then our face gets hot. That's the reaction. That's the flight or fight response. More times than not, we react to that rather than the rational thinking like, it's not that big a deal. And this is human. Everybody does this. This is merely just a perception to help you maybe remember this next time you get frustrated with something. And that's not to say that it's going to work for everything. If somebody kills your spouse or your partner, it's probably going to take a lot more energy and a lot more willpower to let that go. I am aware of this. This is, again, this is just a practice to use on a daily basis to not be so stressed out all the time. Hey everyone, I just wanted to take a minute to talk about the app Anchor. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Anchor gives you everything you need in one place, which allows you to make a podcast using your phone or your computer, and they have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast so that it sounds great. They'll distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere. Spotify, Apple, google podcasts and many more you can easily make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership thanks for listening and check out the app anchor and then that goes to the next part which is sadness the first thing i want to say about sadness is that it's okay to be sad it's we have emotions for a reason they are tools they are things that we experience that let you know what's going on is normal even being angry is normal. The thing that matters is what you do with it. Do you dwell on it? Do you hang on to it like a weighted vest and let you drag it down and let it drag you down? Or do you see it for what it is, accept it and let it go? These are the same kind of concepts that are in psychology. When you go to talk to a therapist, they're going to tell you the same things. It just feels better when somebody else tells you that and then it's, oh, okay, but you already know this. These are simple concepts that we already know. It's just difficult to accept it and use it every day. So when you're sad, very much like being angry, it's hard to snap out of it. The only thing that you really can do when we're talking about changing and what we can and change and what we can't change, we're talking about free will. We're talking about the choice. You can choose to change the way you feel. You could even say it's false motivation. But if you use that enough, eventually the pattern of whatever you're feeling, whether it's sadness or anger, it will change. Repeated behavior, wanting to get better, You can do it. Finding positives in everything. So an example of finding the positive. When I'm stuck in traffic, I have more time to listen to music or podcasts. This jury duty that I'm doing, my first thought when I got it was not, oh, bummer, I've got jury duty or bummer, I've got this or that. My thought was, great, now I have more time to read a book. And I did, I finished a book so far during this process. It did, it gave me more time to read. You can do that in almost every situation. Again, I acknowledge and realize that some situations are vastly different. Losing somebody important to you is never easy. But I'm gonna offer you a perspective, and this again is not for everybody, but why is it that we feel sad when we lose somebody? Because they're not here anymore. They're not next to you. You can't talk to them. You can't see them. First thing, if, if you want to remember people, remember people with positive thoughts. Make it a celebration. They're not gone forever. They're still in your memory and they're still in your heart. I know that sounds corny and cheesy, but it is the truth. It's just hard because we miss those people. The other aspect of that, if anybody listening to this is religious or has faith or believes in a higher power, right? Whatever that is, most of those believe that there's something after you die. Whether it's heaven, whether it's going back to source or eternal happiness, usually that is the the concept or the idea behind what happens after you die or nothing. If, If you believe in nothing, then nothing happens. You can find peace in that. If you believe that people go to heaven, then be grateful that they're going to heaven. They're going to heaven to be happy for eternity. Or if nothing happens, then they're no longer in pain. They no longer have to worry about stress. They no longer have to worry about money. It doesn't change the fact that they're gone. You cannot change that fact. And I'm not telling anybody that you shouldn't be sad or that you shouldn't be angry. I just want to help everybody listening to this have a, have a tool to cope. These are coping methods at the very basic level. And a lot of people, I'm sure, listening to this right now, There's something going on in your life or has gone on in your life where you probably needed some tools, or you needed somebody to talk to or to give you some perception. And maybe they that person wasn't there, or maybe those tools weren't there. At the end of the day, however you want to feel is your choice. That is the free will that you have. You can choose to be happy, you can choose to be sad, and you can choose to be mad. How you deal with it is ultimately what's going to bring you to that level of ultimate happiness that we're all looking for if you want to be sad you're gonna be sad if you don't want to get better you will not get better but if you really really want happiness and you want to find that internal happiness that peace within this is the first step it's practice nobody gets good at anything without doing practice nobody is born doing good at anything just like anything else this is what monks do this is this is their everyday life is practicing practicing turn the other cheek forgiveness and not just that doesn't just apply to everybody around you the most important person you have to forgive is yourself because you're human you make mistakes you're born into the life that you live you didn't choose that That was you being born into the circumstances that you're in. The only thing that you do have control of is how you deal with it and how you move forward with it in life. I'm going to go ahead and call that the end for this segment. I hope you guys enjoyed. Thank you very much for all the support that I've seen, um, all the comments and messages you guys have sent me. I appreciate it. If you have any comments or questions or ideas for the next episode, you can go to Facebook page, Hermit Radio, or on Twitter and Instagram. Still, it'll be under Hermit Radio. I appreciate all of you guys listening to this, and there's going to be more to come next week, so keep tuning in. This is Hermit Radio, and we'll see you next time.